0: Welcome, welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub and you should too. And there's the three o'clock train today. Um, I swear these things are like clockwork. Whenever I hit live, uh, they go live too. So it's all about the matrix, y'all. Um, so anyway, we're going to get back into finishing up this Gnostic text today. It is called The Apocalypse of Adam. Uh, this can be found within the Nag Hammadi Library. Um, it was found in the 40s in the desert in Nag Hammadi um, at that archaeological dig site. Very, very interesting text as we get into it. Um, lots and lots of nuance and lots of what I would consider forbidden knowledge. So um, we're going to study into that today. Um, I've done a, a whole series on this. It's going to be four or five parts. I can't remember. Um, It will be on my YouTube channel as a playlist under the Apocalypse of Adam, Adam Forbidden Knowledge. Uh, So you can go catch it there if you've missed the first part of this. Uh, The very first part, just quick recap, uh, Adam of Adam and Eve, that old story that we know from Genesis, is talking to his son Seth, revealing to him, hey, the God that created us is not the true God. We are higher than that God, higher than the God that created us. Your mother remembers this, Eve remembers this, from whence she came, the aeon which she came from, um, ultimately, and we're meant for more, and, and then they get into um, all of the different tribes, or what they're called kingdoms here, or as I spun them in the last episode, the 12 levels of understanding, which is a very interesting way to look at it, and to me, really demystifies a lot of this into understanding that we're all on an ascension path here. And uh, as we saw in this, number three on the ascension path is the belief that this great illuminator who has essentially come to release people from Sakla or come against the power that is the powers in the world from that God, um, basically that entity or the light bearer or the illuminator came to set people free from that entity. So, um, And then as you go through the 12 kingdoms, this lays them out and actually moves into a 13th bonus kingdom and then a 14th highest level of understanding. Again, that's how I'm interpreting them. You may interpret them differently, but I love the 14th uh, understanding of this. Now, remember number three on here or the third kingdom, or as I call it, the third understanding was the belief that... This illuminator was given through a spirit to the virgin, born of a virgin in the desert, had to retreat to the desert, and ultimately was punished by this God uh, or the powers of this world, um, which is oddly similar to the story of Jesus within the biblical canon that we all know. Um, So that's already a a great place to kind of jump off and understand that that's, one of these understandings. Now, uh, as I talked about, these are none of these understandings are bad or wrong or I'm saying anything against them. It's just a different level as you move up the ascension ladder. You could look at these as realms. Perhaps these are not just 12 kingdoms, but they're archetypes for 12 realms that our soul passes through. They could be 12 realms of understanding. I think there are 12 realms of understanding, or at least they have been for me personally in my life. Why is this forbidden knowledge, by the way? It's forbidden because it's been left out of the Bible. It's been left out of the church construct, the religious construct, even the mainstream narrative for centuries, millennia. Um, I mean, it's literally, you have to dig to find this. However, it is verifiable. It was found in the desert. These texts actually came out of a time uh, when they're supposed to, you know, these are not like new age texts. I get told that a lot. Oh, that's new age. No, no, no. This is actually old age. This is actually like older than what you're used to within the religious constructs. So, uh, Danny, what is up? Danny Bear, how are you doing, my friend? Um, let's see. So, Teresa, how are you? Welcome. Uh, Randy, what's up, man? How are you doing? Um Uh, Randy says, these are all the, uh, counterfeit writings provided by Satan. Uh, actually could not be further from the truth, my friend. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer in the, the writings that are provided by Satan are more of the ones that we use within the religious constructs today. Uh, they're limiting belief systems, their doctrine and dogma. They disinclude people that should be included. And ultimately they create a sense of, um, Uh, egotistical, you know, I'm better than you because my God's better than your God type thing. And I'm sorry, but that's just uh, how I see it. That's how I've experienced it. And so for me, these are really illuminating doctrines. Um, Again, some of them even pre-biblical, some of them coming out of an ancient time, before the time of Christ, and even in the time of Christ, um, you had these Gnostic Christians, not necessarily what they would have called themselves. That's the label we give them today. Um, so yeah, absolutely. Rebecca, uh, Rebecca says just another word and label. Uh, so ultimately, yeah, those labels are, um, you know, kind of something I try to, um, yeah, absolutely. And Hey, uh, Mara says seeds of illumination sounds evil. Why does that sound evil to you? Ask yourself the question. Why does the idea of a light bearer, why does a Luciferian influence, why does, um, someone, that wants to bear light, shed light, bring light, illuminate. Why does that sound bad? Um, Is it because we have that Hollywood narrative that we assume because there's like some secret whatever that that has to have anything to do with that? No, no. I mean, of course, anything is going to be adopted into anything else. Now, I think we have to ask ourselves, like, why does that evoke like an evil feeling or sense And is that really our heart telling us that? Or is that fear telling us that? And ultimately, um, for me, it comes out of a place of fear when I'm like, hmm, wait a minute. Uh, Two Bulls said you hit the nail on the head. It's the Hollywood narrative. Yeah, absolutely. And literally, go look at your streaming net net, net, network. Um, I can't say the real name here. Go look at your main streaming app, the red one that's on your TV. There's a show called Lucifer. There's actually several shows called Lucifer, but there's one in particular, and he's got like black wings, and he's like this evil angel, and it's like that's literally the narrative that we got from Rome. That's literally the narrative we've gotten from multiple constructs coming out of a pulpit, out of a system of hierarchy and control that has been feeding into our psyche so that we will immediately have a visceral reaction when we hear the word Lucifer, Luciferian, bearer, Illuminator. We go, oh, that's got to be evil. Oh my gosh. And you, you get this fear around it and you go, no, no, no. I'll stick to the God that unalived millions. I'll stick to the God that told people they could go to the promised land, but oh, wait another 40 years. Oh, do this. Oh, do that. Um, and then you know, oh, don't don't do this because it's in the commandments, but by the way, I'm gonna break every commandment I gave and it's okay because I'm God. Like that's what that narrative wants you to keep buying into. why? Because that entity runs the narrative which always points you back to it. Even if you think you're escaping the narrative and running into the religious construct, running into the church, you're still running right into the arms of that very entity that controls political, economic and, religious traditions and rites and everything you guys know this is a completely open channel i'm not against anyone here i'm literally just revealing to you look with your third eye what's going on this is not conspiratorial this is just if you read all of these texts with an open heart and open mind thank you guys for the gifts over here on tiktok by the way god bless you i really appreciate that uh tiktok gifts add up facebook stars add up Uh, All of the super thanks over on YouTube, as well as the one-time gifts on the podcast platform. Those help me keep creating content. Thank you guys so much. This is a for-profit. I'm not some sort of weird nonprofit or anything. This is for-profit. I am a content creator like any other content creator, YouTube or TikTok or whatever podcaster. This is my business. This is my life. This is my life's work. So thank you for the support. Um, I have tons of different products and services for you. If you're interested in going deeper down the rabbit hole with me, I'll talk more about my course later on. It's called Charisma Light Warrior Academy, where I'm going to help you go through, develop your own systems. Uh, It's built on Eastern mysticism, Gnosticism. It's built on self-illumination, self-initiation, coming up with your own processes, your own way to deconstruct, reconstruct, look at things, illuminate things in your life, Ultimately, if you want to be a spiritual practitioner, Charisma Light Warrior Academy is for you. If you're looking at taking that leap into personal or even professional part or full time spiritual practitionership, that is the place for you. So go check that out. It's a great way to support what I'm doing here and ultimately go deeper with me on all of these teachings. Um, so as we get into this text, um, I would consider this text to be highly Luciferian. I would consider this text to be highly Gnostic. Um, It's got a lot of Greek influence from what I can tell the way the wording is. Um, And so at the very end here, we're going to see what these seeds of illumination are. By the way, we're going to see that one of them is literally Jesus, uh, and actually is Jesus by this text, not just by my interpretation. Literally, you're going to see, I think, the truth about who he was. I think the truth about who we all are, ultimately, Um, I can't prove that to you. I'm not here to prove anything to you, only illuminate um, as much as I can so that you can find your own path. Um, So continuing at the end of this, um, the apocalypse of Adam, it says, but the generation without king over it says that God chose him from all the aeons. Now, who is him? We're talking about the great illuminator here, which as we're going to see at the very end of this, spoiler alert, is Jesus. Um, At the very beginning, uh, we went through 1 through 12 of these kingdoms and how they view the great illuminator or Jesus. Like, where did he come from? What is he? Uh, we're going to see where those seeds are, are um, and ultimately what this message is. And so the generation without a king. So this is basically the kingdomless person. And for me, that ultimately is you and me and can and should be us if we choose it. Um, it's the one that says that there's no one has authority over me. Like even in the case of Jesus going to the cross, no one had authority over his soul other than him. Um, and so he went to the cross willingly. Um, he obviously ascended from that, from the story we have, or he survived that. Um, either way we know, you know, he walked away from it, which is, is amazing. Um, and this says, the generation without a king over it says that God chose him for from all the aeons, which is realms, essentially. He caused a knowledge of the undefiled one of truth to come to be in him. Now think about that. This, this energetic God, this source creator God, this capital G God, not the little G God of this world, or this Sakla, or even as they called him, the most high God, but he still wasn't. He was still this entity type God rather than a being, uh, a faceless, formless being, which is the God of spirit and truth, right? What's up, Annie Logan? Uh, Annie says, so did Harry Potter. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, DM says, hey, Cub, what is up, my friend D? How are you doing? Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Welcome. Um, let's see. Um, somebody had a wreck today. I'm so sorry. Um, CS says, uh, say a quick prayer. So you guys pray for our friend here that had a wreck today. I'm so sorry to hear that. My friend, uh, we will be lifting you up in our thoughts and prayers today. So thank you for being here. I hope this message lifts you up ultimately. So, um, so the generation without king, what is what does that really mean guys? When you ascend and you get to a level and you realize that I am without king. I am without I am the god that I seek, okay? And that is a hard thing to come to. Like you have to do a lot of deconstruction, a lot of shadow work, a lot of going through your own BS, your own belief systems to get to that place. And that place is hard to get to if you have ego. Um, when you have ego, then saying that really lifts you up. And I even struggle with that because I have ego just like anybody. Um, yes, self-governing creator. Absolutely. But when you can get there and you sit in repose without judgment and you realize that I am the homeless man in the ditch. I am the billionaire on wall street. I am the politician. I am the poor. I am the dog, the cat, the plant, the tree. I am all and it's all emanating through me and every single one of us is the other one of us because there is only one truth is one God is one the path is one there are many many different names for one truth and that ultimately has been the thing that has really led me into this place where I can sit there um, and be the generation without king over it now of course as long as we're within this 3d construct. Something's going to rule over us, our economic status, our location, uh, our freedoms, our uh, choices, our whatever, you know, ultimately. But the one who ultimately burns karma, who burns through all the karmic cycles, all of the family curses, all the generational curses, all of the karmas you're born into, your time, your place, your zodiac your family line now remember karma is an operating system it's not this simple thing people go karma's a b you know what goes around comes around i mean that's like a really simple version of it that would be like saying quantum physics is cool because you can make you know explosions with it or whatever like that that's just a stupid simple thing to say about it and so karma is really this operating system of which you run your life with And you have authority over it. And once you burn through it and you sit in a place of absolute seeking and receipt of the supreme being, absolute unity with it, and you stop judging everything in your way, you start observing, you start taking things in, and you actually just emanate love and devotion back to the supreme being because everything you serve into, everything you do is an act of service to the supreme being. That's literally what Jesus was talking about. Like Literally, the teachings of Jesus are straight out of the Vedic texts uh, from the ancient Indian mystic texts. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. For the If you know you know, um, drop in the comments, I know, if you get what I'm talking about. Because if you've read those Vedic texts, you know. Uh, if you argue with me about them and you have not read them, then you have zero ground to stand on because you're speaking from a place of ignorance, because you do not understand it. You don't understand where I'm coming from because you have not read it, you have not experienced it. And by the way, I've been there. I literally said that, "Oh, all those gods are evil. They're all they're all demons. They're all whatever." And it's because I didn't understand them. When you understand the metaphysical principles, you understand exactly what Jesus was talking about, exactly what message he was bringing, and exactly who God is not. And once you can start there, you can see through all of the veils, all of the lies. You can have full illumination into your actual place on this planet, how you can co-create, manifest anything you want, and ultimately you have no king because you realize that God chose that illuminator from all of the aeons and caused the knowledge of the undefiled one truth to come and be in him. Out of foreign air from a great aeon, the great illuminator came forth. And he made the generation of those men whom he had chosen for himself to shine, so that they could shine upon the whole aeon. Guys, that's us. That's light workers, star seeds, indigos. Anyone trying to illuminate this world with love and light. Um, ultimately, we are the change we want to see. Right. Then a seed, then the seed who who those will receive his name upon the water, and that. all of them all will fight against the power, and a cloud of darkness will come upon them. Then the peoples will cry out with a great voice, Blessed is the soul of those men, because they have known God with a knowledge of the truth. Now think about that. Blessed is the soul of those, because they have known God with a knowledge of the truth. They shall live forever because they have not been corrupted by the desire along with the angels, nor have they accomplished the works of the powers, the powers and principalities. You guys remember that from the biblical canon. But they have stood in his presence and a knowledge of God like light that has come forth from fire and blood. What is the fire and blood? It's all the sacrifices in the Old Testament, all of the old ways of doing things all the old religious constructs and all of these gods that required fire and blood for purification rather than light and illumination. And we see that literally come through Jesus. Um, we see that fulfillment of all of that come through him. Um, and again, this is not a religious channel. I do not consider myself a Christian. I consider myself um, a mystic, a light worker, an entertainer, an illuminator, a um, maybe a Eastern mystic, yogic type, whatever. Um, and so for me, um, I'm not trying to be biblically sound with this because I just don't have any place for that within my life anymore because I see I do not see that the Bible is an infallible Word of God. Um, for me, there is no one that can like sit there and study and come to that understanding. Um, to understand how it's been canonized and all the the handprints, ultimately from humanity that are on it. So for me, I, I kind of had to walk away from that um, just a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean a lot. Um, I mean, like, like it was it was actually traumatic for me emotionally, mentally, spiritually harmful for me to keep limiting myself to a document that humanity had their hands all over. In fact, the construct had done everything it could to manipulate, change, tweak, edit, everything out of that. And my whole walk started with the Book of Enoch when I realized it made more sense in tying together the Old Testament because it revealed the true nature of that Old Testament God. Um, Duh, that's why they didn't want it in there, right? Right. Um, so it starts to make a whole lot more sense. And by the way, if you're asking me, you know, Hey, what do I start reading? Where do I start with this? Read it all. I mean, what are you afraid of? You know, here's the deal. If you're strong in your love for the Supreme being, if you're strong in your resolve, uh, to move forward and take authority of your own spiritual understanding, um, then I say read it all. Now it's not, it's not comfortable. Literally the gospel of Thomas was a great place for me to start. And one of the things it says is. If you ask, you will receive. Seek, you will find. Upon finding, you will be disturbed. When you're disturbed, you will begin to marvel. And then after marveling, you will reign over all. That sounds a lot like the the individual here without a king. And you say, well, we need a king. I need a king. Well, the scripture says I need a king. Well, the scripture says this is king, whatever. Wait a minute. But we have done every deed of the powers senselessly. We have boasted in the transgression of all our works. We have cried against the God of truth because all his works blank is eternal. These are against our spirits. For now, we have known that our souls will die the death. And what is that ultimately? Ultimately, Um, it's your energy being expended or put back into the matrix, depending on how you look at it. Um, for me, I believe in reincarnation. I think that we're stuck on a reincarnation cycle and our soul can't be reborn into truth and light because it's going to get stuck back in a body to die a thousand deaths over over and over and over and over and over again, which is horrible in my opinion. So, um, uh, let's see. Uh Counting Elephants says yes, our God is love. They want us scared. We are all together. Yes, absolutely. Counting elephants says yes, yes, yes. Uh car says, Oh, reincarnation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm talking about reincarnation here. So I'm a big, big believer in that. It makes more sense to me than anything. Um and then I'm talking about uh, the deed of the powers. What, what is the powers? Again, powers and principalities. How many of us do that? I mean, how many of us just feed the system on a daily basis? We all do, right? But do we do it senselessly? Or are we aware of what's going on? Are we aware of this construct? And so for me, it's all about the gnosis and just being aware of it. It doesn't mean we get angry about it. It doesn't mean that anything like that. It just means we're aware of it. So um, let's see. Yeah, we're reincarnated till we learn lessons of life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Angel Appleseed says, I started there too. The Gospel of Thomas. When first opening my spirituality past the norm. Yeah. It's, it's probably the best like text to, to for the self-initiate to go through this process of opening up more of what there is. So, uh, Randy says, God made everything available in the Bible. He allowed apocryphal and pseudepigraphal writings to be deleted. Actually, Randy, go look at how many books of the Bible are pseudepigraphal. You're going to be blown away by how many of them are not written by who they said they were. Um, you've got a ton of different writings in there. And I'll do a whole episode on that, like the infallibility of the Bible. But um, ultimately it's it's just mind blowing how we have such a fantasy document that so many people hold on to. And I mean that in the most loving way, because ultimately I used to believe everything I wanted to know was in that book. And I'm telling you, uh, you need to ask bigger questions. You need a bigger, you need a bigger question. Get bigger problems, get bigger questions, um, because it's not all in there, you know. Uh, I wish it were. I wish there was one perfect, infallible doctrine that we could all look at, but it's just not out there. I don't see that it is, and it wasn't for me. So, yeah, uh, user 43 says, Yaldabaoth, absolutely. In fact, Yaldabaoth is Sakla, or Sakla, which sounds oddly similar to Santa Claus, uh, but Sakla that we're reading about here in the apocalypse of Adam. And then it goes on to say, then a voice came to them saying, uh, Michu, and Missonius who are over the Holy baptism and living water. Why were you crying out against the living God with lawless voices and tongues without law over them and souls full of blood and foul deeds. You are full of works that are not of the truth. But your ways are full of joy and rejoicing. Having defiled the water of life, you have drawn it within the will of the powers whom you have been given to serve to them. I don't understand that at all, by the way. If you think I understand all of this, somebody told me earlier, oh, all your teachings are over my head. They're over my head too, guys. We get in way over our head here every day. That's kind of the point of my channel, by the way. Uh, do things that are uncomfortable, challenging, dig deep spiritually. Uh, we talk about faith, spirituality, paranormal. We talk about everything from Jesus, Buddha, Krishna, aliens, ancient civilizations and cultures, extraterrestrials. Um, we've talked about skinwalkers on here, um, cryptids. Talk about um yogic traditions, um, Eastern mysticism, all kinds of cool stuff, and and literally how it all ties together. That was the whole goal of my channel when I started this, is like, how do we look at all of this? How do we understand it as a whole? And how does it fit together? Because it has to fit together somehow. Forrest says, can you read that again? Yes, I will read that again. Maybe we can all understand it. If you guys have insight, please share me. It says, then a voice came to them saying, uh, Mikheu, M-I-C-H-U, E.U., Michar, M-I-C-H-A-R, and Mycinius, M.N.S.M.N.E.S.I.N.O.U.S., who are over the holy baptism and the living water, why are you crying out against the living God with lawless voices and tongues without law over them, and souls full of blood and foul deeds? You are full of the works that are not of the truth, but your ways are, are full of joy and rejoicing. Uh, having defiled the water of life, you have drawn it within the will of the powers to whom you have been given to serve them. So this sounds like these three entities are over the holy baptism of living water, um, which I, again, I've been interpreting as the birth canal here, like being born in water. Um, crying out against the living God with lawless voices and tongues, um, souls full of blood and foul deeds. You are full of works that are not of the truth, but your ways are joyful and full of rejoicing. So to me, it sounds like you guys are partying, even though you're evil here. Um, Having defiled the water of life, you defiled the birth process. Um, You have drawn it within the will of the powers, the powers and principalities to whom you have been given to serve them. So drawn it within the will of the powers to whom you have been given to serve them. That's like so many double negatives there. Um, I don't really understand what this means. Again, I don't understand everything, guys. If you guys think I'm some sort of expert at all of this, I'm just, I've got the guts to get up here and do it every day. So... um but for me, it sounds like they're basically throwing a party all the time and they're lawless and they're rejoicing in it and they've defiled these kind of natural processes. Very similar to like the Watchers type judgment here. So uh, I understand, but I don't know how to summarize it. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel for it. It's like, I mean, I think I get the point of that, but I don't really know who these three entities are and I don't really understand the last line. You have drawn it within the will of the powers to whom you have been given to serve them. Were the powers given to serve the people or was the water meant to serve the powers? That's what I don't really understand how this is spinning it. So this is called the Apocalypse of Adam, by the way. User 43 says, sounds like the Aeons uh, who have the knowledge is keeping it from the Gentiles. That actually might be really good. Like, yeah, that uh, that's that's an interesting spin on that. So yeah, maybe these entities are like keeping those powers from who it was supposed to be given to in the first place. Uh, it was supposed to come through that water birth and granted to to humans uh, essentially, and and not given to us. So, um, and then moving on, this gets a little bit trickier to to decipher. I think the further we go into it. So, um, let's see. Da-da-da. Uh, Randy says, everyone looking for more than what's in the Bible is trying to justify their sins. Oh, man, Randy, I couldn't be further from the truth, man. I'm not trying to justify any, any of my sins or ways or anything like that. I'm just looking for the truth, man. I'm looking for, um, for some enlightenment and peace. I'm looking for, uh, to find my own power back again, to return to that place I know I've been a part of. When I was very, very, very young, I remembered that place I came from. I think we all did. Um unfortunately, it's been, you know, really pushed out of us by a lot of these constructs uh ones that use the Bible as the whole word of God. Um and ultimately, you know, I think 2020 did a thing where people just went, "Wait a minute. You know, I don't I can't believe that anymore because I can't even ask questions. It can't answer the questions I'm asking, and no longer is the answer, well, you don't understand God." Uh, or don't question God, or it's not in the Bible, so it doesn't matter. That just doesn't suffice. Unfortunately, we just end up in a feedback loop of being lost and dualistic with so many different addictions and depressions and so many things going on in our life. And And I've watched it happen to myself and others. In fact, I've, I've lost people in my life that were professing and following this, this one way, one path that uh, unfortunately got off the... Uh, got off the ride early, um, either because of their addictions and abuses or because of their choice, a lot of lives lost that I've known personally. In fact, in the last few years, I've lost way too many people that I know, and there's way too many uh, social media accounts that I will still run across and go, wow, they're not with us anymore, and the the accounts are still there, and it's just this eerily ghost-like thing And I know, you know, and then you see some of the last posts they posted and it was like, you know, God is this or going to church today or whatever. And it's like, and I'm not saying that it's the fault of those institutions. I'm just saying, ultimately, I've been there. Um, I've been through hell and back more than most people know. Um, As I said the other day, nobody knows what I've been through except for me. And ultimately, at the end of the day, what I'm doing here is intended to help people. It's intended to get you to think outside the box and let go of these limiting belief systems um, that ultimately, I think, hurt us in the end. I think they limit us. I think they fill us with trauma, self-loathing. We're looking for a God outside of ourself. And it, for me, guys, it was nothing but destruction on me. Uh, i got to read myself to fully absorb it. Yeah, please do. You guys, don't ever take my word for it. Go read these things. Uh, They're available in the public domain. Everything I read on this channel is in the public domain, so I don't read anything that you even have to go buy. Now, a lot of this is available on my website. Not this one particularly yet, but the Gospel of Thomas, the Bhagavad Gita, all that's available on my website if you want more of the later modern publishing and translation of it, so... Uh, user 43 says, sorry to hear about that. Thank you, my friend. Um, let's see. Uh, Ty says I used to dig graves. Um, Ty. Yeah. I, uh, uh, I'm sure you've seen a lot then I'm sure you've seen a lot. Um, uh, yeah. He says I've helped put them in the ground, unfortunately. Yeah. So, um, obviously I know that, you know, our bodies aren't real. This, this life is just a shadow of who we really are, but I still don't like watching people have to get off the ride before they're ready and have to go back into it. And then you see families that are hurt because of it. And I've watched that happen over and over and over and over again. And I don't think I've seen the last of it either. So, um, I'm committed to this guys. I mean, it, you know, I. I cannot go back to a dogmatic belief system when I know and I've seen through our community all kinds of paranormal activity, events, extraterrestrial things, angelic things. Um, I've watched things happen within our community and seen them through these apps um, that are nothing short of miracles. I've watched uh, people leave constructs that I never thought they would and wake up and go, wait a minute, I, I cannot buy into this anymore. So, um, Clickfilet says, uh, I know firsthand the turmoil of death. I lost my wife three years ago. Oh, man, I am so sorry, my friend, and it's been quite a ride. I bet it has, and I'm really, really sorry to hear that. I hope you feel welcomed and loved in our community, honestly. I, I really do, and I, I fully intend to keep showing up here every day. I do this Monday through Friday, uh, 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Central Standard Time. Um, On Saturdays, we have our live call with our private Mythos community. It's our patron support community. And then Sundays, I normally try to do a Sunday morning live stream as well. So I'm going, going, going. I don't know when I'll take time off in there, but we'll figure it out. And it's important to me to be here and be a constant in people's lives as much as I can. Because I've literally watched the constructs I'm talking about choose not to do that choose not to do the things that reach people. And I've watched from 2020 on churches, temples, institutions just shut down and say we're just going to wait it out rather than cont- rather than using this technology to reach people that desperately need what they're sharing. And here's here's the only thing I could figure out to justify that is that they were never committed in the first place. If that's how you do it, if that's how you play the pandemic, I got on TikTok immediately in the pandemic and started my own Bible show. Um after that, I kind of took a little bit of a break in 21 and then came back in 22 and started my own personal TikTok show and then it moved into Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and now the podcast and here we are 2023 we were one of the top spirituality podcasts on Spotify in 2022. Um and I, I'm hoping to be number one in 2023, ultimately. Um, we get, it fluctuates here weirdly with the new algorithm changes, but uh, there for a while we were getting like five to 10 million views a month. I mean, it's been wild. Um, and so, you know, now we've leveled out at like a cool 2 million views a month on on all fronts, which is, I mean, it's still a, a good good rate, but... I know we'll have more virality as we go on, but, um, so for me guys, like I just can't go back to that. And that's not to be against anyone. Like I love you, love you, love you. Everybody that holds the Bible as the infallible word of God or whatever, like, I love you. I'm just telling you my process and how I couldn't be here doing what I'm doing without adopting some of these ideas that I have now that I share publicly here. So, Ty says, the Almighty keeps me going besides that. uh, It's all a lie and a play. Yeah, think about it. It's all theater. I used to work in theater. I love theater. But everything we see is theater. Everything going on in the world right now, it's all theater, right? Like We have to just understand that. We're all players in the show. I mean, there's literally ancient philosophers that talk about that, like playing the part. We're all here to play our part. Uh, It's one big puzzle, Counting Elephant says. Absolutely. Uh, click filet says thank you to counting elephants yes absolutely um let's see click says i really enjoy these conversations thank you my friend i'm glad you're here um counting elephants says so appreciate your content our journey is so similar absolutely ryan says um i've reason to believe the word of god is an actual word and not a bunch of storybooks yeah absolutely absolutely word actually comes from the greek word logos and Um, most of the times within the biblical canon when you see where it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God, blah, blah, blah. It's not actually talking about a a spoken word. If it is, it's more similar in my opinion to that like Hindu om sound, the ancient om. But really it means divine expression or computation. So it's literally logos, divine expression or computation, which is more than a spoken word. It's Literally, the expression of God. We're all God expressing ourselves as God. And then you get into the yogic traditions. And you understand the yoga poses and the expression that comes with it. I'm just doing some random ones right now. You know, um, It's really... Uh, oh, dude, that's awesome. Click-fil-A. Uh, i am going to be in Prince Caspian in two weeks. That's awesome. Yeah, I was Tom Sawyer in Big River. Um, I was... Oh, man, I was a Brom Bones and Sleepy Hollow, and I've been, I don't know, I've been in a ton of different plays and musicals. used to be a lighting designer, set designer, all of that stuff. So, in in fact, a lot of that training is how I'm able to do what I do now and talk for so long and, and do these types of shows and stuff. So, thank you, all my theater folk out there. I love you guys, you guys and gals and everyone in between. So, in the beginning was the word, Absolutely. In the beginning was the word, and the word was Om. That's an MC Yogi song. Go listen listen to it. Almighty Universal uh, Magnetic, A-U-M. Almighty Universal Magnetic. MC Yogi, if you guys are into mysticism and you like a little bit of hip-hop, go check him out brilliant brilliant stuff so sacred geometry helps too absolutely i promise i'll uh i'll finish this text here in a second but you guys have some good comments today jennifer rhodes says yes we are god all caps amen my friend absolutely who else do we have over here regina what is up welcome randy thank you for being here michael what's up michael uh altus thanks for being here james says wow nice one Annie says um You've also seen families healed, mine especially, Annie says. Thank you, Annie. God bless you, my friend. Uh, Love that you're here. Uh, Melissa Lee says, absolutely. The Facebook comments are tiny, sorry. Um, So I'm going to jump back in. This is where it gets difficult, guys. Are you ready? The last two sections or verses of this text. Y'all help me here. Because this is going to wrap up this whole text, and I think it really puts a unique spin on it here. So it goes on to say, and your thoughts, and your thought is not like that of those men whom you persecute, blank desire, blank. Their fruit does not wither, but they will be known upon to the great aeons, because the words they have kept of the God of the aeons were not committed to the book, nor were they written. But angelic beings will bring them whom all generations of men will not know. For they will be on a high mountain upon a rock of truth. Therefore, they will be named the words of imperishability and truth. And by the way, the words of imperishability and truth are in parentheses. For those who know the eternal God in wisdom of knowledge and teaching of angels forever, for he knows all things. Okay, so think about that. Like, literally, I mean, I think we've already had this conversation here today that, you know, the Bible is all we need. It's all the. All. You guys know I don't personally hold that. If you do, I love you. I respect that. I have no issue with that. But for me, that's not something I adopt into my understanding. Um, and in this text, it even talks about that, that this word was not written, okay? It was not committed to the book or a book. But angelic beings will bring this word, whom the generations of men will not know, for they will be on a high mountain, upon a rock of truth or a cornerstone. Uh, therefore, they will be named the words of imperishability and truth. And and I think we all believe and know, even if you don't believe in the common Christian narrative, which you guys know that I don't really hold to that anymore, but. Personally, I think the words of Jesus are transcendent. I think they're true. I think that they're timeless and beautiful. And I think that anyone, even agnostic or atheistic, can look at those as a beautiful philosophy for living. And at the very least, I think that this universal message of Christ, the Christ within all of us, that spirit of pure truth within us that our flesh cannot comprehend, it's not written in the genetics or the DNA, it's not written in that book within us, Ultimately, it's within that place of spirit, that heart chakra, where we can go within, into the temple, into the temple, and meet with God on the throne. We can see heaven with our third eye. We can speak truth with our throat chakra. Jesus said, it is not what goes in your mouth that defiles you, but what comes out of it. Also, what comes out of it creates things. You speak truth into motion. Um, I spent most of my life speaking just a bunch of goop or things that um, didn't make sense, or just tore myself or others down. You know, I uh, ultimately I now understand what I can do, what I can create with my words, with this chakra that I've been given, um, and it's a beautiful thing. So, and, and age helps with that too. I mean, I'm 37 now. It's taken me years to figure this out um theater helped though to teach me that i can speak something from the stage and make people feel something so that's been very helpful in all of this um then the last verse of this says these are the revelations which adam made known to seth his son and his son taught his seed about them this is the hidden knowledge of adam which he gave to seth which is the holy baptism of those who know the eternal knowledge through those born of the word and the imperishable illuminators who came from the holy seed of Jesus, Miserius, and Yezeticus, the living water. And that's the end of it. Um, and this one is from gnosis.org, the one I finished reading today. There's a bunch of different versions. I like this. Website because they've got a whole mess of Gnostic texts. Um, and it's, I like, uh, you know, a really, I like a lot of this. So you guys go check it out. Um, the apocalypse of Adam, like I said. So this is just my commentary on it. Um, so duh, 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 duh. let's see. Yeah. Um, My wife is home now. That's what I was thinking about. Should I jump off and go talk to her or keep going here? Uh, Ultimately, I want to take a few questions. So you guys drop questions if you have them. Um, Fruit does not wither, but they will be known upon the great aeons. I don't know. I think it's pretty self-explanatory there at the end. Um, Who are these three characters, by the way? I actually looked them up for you. Um, So Jesus is Jesus. Miserius comes from Nazarene. Uh, yesedekus means the righteous. Uh, so if you flip those, the righteous, Nazarene, Jesus. That's who this great illuminator is. That's the Lucifer connection in the Bible. That's the narrative that's forbidden. You can't talk about that in churches. You can't share that with your religious friends. I mean that in all love and light, guys. But this is too, it runs too deep. And this narrative makes more sense than any effort to try to follow good theological doctrine that I've ever heard come out of a church. And by the way, I've taken theological courses. I've taken, uh, I've mentored under some incredible pastors. Um, I've taken courses online from great pastors online. I've read some of the deepest texts trying to understand the connection of all of this, and I I knew I was going to be a a Christian pastor for a long time. And ultimately, here I am, anything but, right? Um, And so with that, I think it's a beautiful thing. I think this is a really transcendent message. And I think if we're just open our hearts and our minds, we can see this illuminated knowledge. We can understand that we can bear that Christ within us, that ultimately that is Um, a beautiful, beautiful story. And this is that entity that came into the matrix to rescue all. And it's not about this doctrinal system of you have to believe this and you have to confess that and you have to do this. It's just about coming into agreement with the good, coming into agreement with the divine, stop serving the God of this world, start serving the illuminated presence within you, which you're going to find right here. And then you can use that and work with all of the parts of your chakra systems. Um, Yoga and meditation help. Universal law, absolutely counting elephants. Uh, The law of creation. I love it, guys. Love it. Um, See, Jason says, Cub, you and I are cut from a similar cloth. Well, welcome, my friend. Welcome, my friend. I'm glad you're here. Uh, Bryce says, It's an energy of, of righteous, the path uh, from Pate. Very interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Ty says, are you ever just too tired and you just want to go home and tired of this evil war? Uh, you know, I mean, I think when I get really in my ego and really in my lower chakras, I am, but when I raise up in my heart and, and higher, Ultimately, I really try to center around my heart chakra. That's really my path, the Bhakti path. And um, for me, when I do that, I find more place of transcendence, and I can kind of observe what's going on with more detachment. And that's a hard thing to do because I just know that like I'm going to serve, and I can serve, and I'm gonna I'm gonna show up and play my part, and and do it fully. And I don't have to get caught up. I don't have to feed a million people; just the people that come to me and need it. Um, I don't have to reach um, every single person on the planet; just the ones that resonate with my message. Like this is that's really where I come from. So, um, so for me, yes. Especially if we let fear play into it, and we let ego play into it, and and if we're serving into the matrix every day ultimately it's helped me being able to do this full-time work from home um, really carve my own path with this has not been easy by the way but it has helped me really be able to focus on what is rather than what is being shown to me if that makes sense or pushed on me if that makes sense so um See, ties as I stay low down in the valley with the sad and lowly. Um, yeah, and I mean, you know, we all have to go down and help the poor and the needy and like that, you know, humble yourself type thing. But again, for me, even even when I serve, say I help a homeless person or whatever, I do it from here. And I try not to let that affect me and make me sad, but I let it just bring me peace knowing I did. I played my part in that moment. So um, yeah, Angel Processing says uh, people are crying out for truth and security. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And um, I've got people tell me all the time, I need to go back to the Bible, go back to the God of the Bible. You need to go back to this version of Jesus. And I'm like, I never had any peace in that, guys. Like you're asking me to go back to the place where I wanted to unalive myself. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't you asked me to go back to the place where I drank just to feel something. You asking me to go back to the place where I smoked several packs of cigarettes a day because I was so nervous all the time. That's what you're asking me to do? Like, I found this place where even when all of this crap is going on in the world, like I can sit here and love everybody. I can love you guys. I can love myself. I know it's going to be okay. You want me to trade ashes for pearls? I'm not going to give you my pearls for this thing that doesn't that isn't real. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't last. It's not a doctrine that I can take home with me and actually use. If it doesn't work, then what's the point of the tool, right? And so is scripture not a tool for understanding, you know? And so that that's that's kind of how I see it. It's like let me return the tool that doesn't work and get one that does. So that's kind of how I see it. So uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, great question, Ryan. Do I know what baptism by fire or baptized by the Holy Spirit means? So there's a lot of controversy on that. A lot of controversy on that. That gets into more of the religious right stuff. A lot of that comes from Pauline doctrine. I am not a Pauline doctrine guy if Paul wrote it or it was attributed to him I personally kind of have this reaction to it where I feel like it was a plant because he was Roman and it's like it just makes a lot of sense that he was there to like breed more doctrinal understanding rather than and you know and create this new construct rather than let the mystic side of this continue and and you kind of see him at odds with the Gnostics. Now, there are some people that say there was actually a version of Paul that has been highly edited where he understood the Gnostic side of it and was actually teaching the esoteric revelation of Jesus. So I, I don't see that personally, but a lot of that baptism by fire comes from a lot of that. And so for me, it's just like the Hindu prana. It's that like biochemical electromagnetic energy that moves through you and you feel something activate when you get in that right vibration. It's that Holy Spirit, that bathing where you feel that third eye flame ablaze and you can see clearly and you know clearly um, and you're set free and you feel that shadow work cycle completed. You feel that karmic cycle completed. You're st- like It's just that really visceral experience of it. Um, and so that's really what it is for me. So um, I don't know what it is for other people. But for me, it's more metaphysics than... uh, Now, there is also a spirit of God in the Old Testament, or a spirit of Yahweh, which is more like a telepathic-type entity that runs from this, uh, what I want to call, fallen angel technology or extraterrestrial technology that Yahweh was using, or Yaldabaoth or Sakla in this text that we're reading today. So all the same archetype of an entity, by the way. So uh cub the dictionary of all scripture and myth touches on baptism of fire water in the metaphysical way oh awesome awesome i will check that out thank you tyler june um let's see i've always been spiritual and this has become a real answer to it feels right finally awesome thank you angel processing i appreciate you being here I know we are the house. Yes, we are. Um, let's see, universe. Uh, let's see, Jesus said that they rejected him as the cornerstone. Uh, I see it as Christ consciousness being uh, rejected by man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because if you think about like what he brought, like he's the thing that holds it all together, and yet he was rejected by the architects of this 3D realm and not included in the code. Um, So think about that. Now, he's still included in the energetic code because the sun, the moon, the stars, the firelight, the candle, everything. Even in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says that, you know, it's the energy of the Supreme Being that pours through all of that. Uh, It's also the life force that pours through every entity as God. Uh, So think about that. And like even, like literally, God, the life force of God, the Supreme Being, is in... You know some of history's worst human beings and some of history's best human beings. And to sit there and not judge them based on their ego and what they chose to do with the God source, but rather judge them as they are part of God. Not that their decisions are God's decisions. That's why we have to be in vibration, in alignment, in the will of God. What is the will of God? It's the good. It's the good path. It's the, the middle path, the narrow path all different names for the same truth so uh, anyway that's just my opinion on all of this of course so uh, let's see jeremy says what uh if jesus sacrifice is god's way to make amends with humanity um so that's kind of the co- the common narrative within like the christian tradition is that um that was god's way of reconciling humanity to him but if you look deeper, there's way more mythologies besides the biblical canon that go deep into the fact that the God of this world actually made humanity as we're in the form of today by hybriding our genetics with its genetics. And ultimately, there's another line of Light Workers, or um, what would be called the Galactic Federation of Light or as this is calling it, the Righteous Nazarene Jesus or the Great Illuminator that ultimately is this divine supernatural code, not the matrix code, but it's actually the only reason any of this exists. And the code that we have here, the matrix code is literally lowering the vibration of this into um, what we experience now and that the sacrifice of Jesus would actually be to set our consciousness free from the 3D matrix code and allow us to ascend. Literally he was a sacrifice to say, I'm for all of these people, by the way, and I'm going to take your wrath for them, um, not to reconcile them to you, but to free them from you. And so there's a kind of a difference in understanding there. So that's that's how I personally understand it at this point. Um, I'm always changing and evolving my understanding, as we should all be. Um, Yeah. Okay. So Ryan says I'm familiar with uh, glossolalia or however you say that, uh, which is the uh, gift of tongues, right? Um, So that's a that's a really interesting one Um, for me. That manifests more in being able to fluently share messages. Now, other people have experienced it with like literal angelic type tongues, stuff like that, or uh, even extraterrestrial speech type things or even telepathy so there's a lot of different versions of that that i've heard of so a lot of music artists speak in tongue uh which is in the bible uh that they get famous it's deep very interesting very interesting so uh what about um i have no idea what that is uh guided awakenings can you elaborate on that i'm sorry uh truth of travel says light language yes light languages, absolutely. Light codes, too. That's why I'm big on I pray in the sun, meditate in the sun. Um, Iron Worker says, uh, uh, We've all been lied to for generations, yeah, absolutely. So it runs deep, right? Like, we're pretty steeped in it. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. So it is when you can give yourself goosebumps. It has something to do with Kundalini. Oh yeah, yeah, guided awakening. So that's something that like I can do. Um, I've never even heard it called that, um, but I, you know, I can give myself that like energetic reaction where I get goosebumps and I can feel energy emanating from me. It starts with like a good feeling here of uh, gratitude and just kind of projects and emanates through the body. It's a very cleansing feeling. It can be an exhausting feeling, but it like really cleanses you out, um, and it's a very very elated feeling. So it's kind of kind of interesting. Not a lot of people, I guess, can do it. I actually think everybody can do it, but I don't. Th- I think a lot of people, if they even started to trigger it, they kind of freak out and they go, "Oh, that's weird." Uh, and so that's something that I do practice and I'm able to do that at will. I can do it when I'm going to sleep, especially when I'm relaxed, I can also trigger like visions with my third eye just to see different colors, shapes, fractals, especially what I call like the cosmic, uh, tadpoles where you can see them like swimming up towards a bright light. Uh, A lot of people experience that on a medicine journey and it's something that I can mildly trigger alone um which is kind of cool but also kind of scary and whenever i do that my dreams get really weird for like weeks on end it's like it unlocks something and then you just get into this really really deep place of like understanding and i don't know this is all stuff guys that like you know we've got to talk about it right because while well, the church isn't talking about it the government's not talking about it uh, your friends aren't talking about it and if they are they're probably afraid to talk about it because of all the other things so That's what we're here for, as long as they let us be here. so That's also why this is a multi-culture, multi-faith community, and we're totally open-minded here. I'm not doing this as any conspiracy theory type videos. I'm not here to claim anything. I'm just here to have the conversations, and I think that that's very, very admirable, and I think it can be uh, very good content for a lot of different people, Um, and I'm not here to, again, step on any toes, just share my journey I know nothing but ultimately you know everything and I mean you as in we the one there's literally no consciousness you can't channel you can tap into Akashic records you can tap into um, relatives that have been here because it's all a frequency it doesn't mean that you're tapping into their soul you're tapping into their memory and that consciousness that was imprinted upon this reality um, because we're all a part of the same soul so Like, think about it. Like, you look at the actor Jim Carrey, like, he was talking about, like, becoming Andy um, in that documentary and how he channeled um, Andy, whatever his name was. Um, And, like, he got into this weird place where he was, like, literally channeling this entity or this person all the time. He's, like, channeling the consciousness. You can go watch the documentary. I'm paraphrasing, but it's really interesting. And it's like, we can all do that somehow, we can all channel. You know any vibration we want to, um, and I think a lot of people say, "Oh, I'm channeling source. This is coming straight from source." Ultimately, it's all filtering down through the realms, coming through a consciousness somewhere, including yours. And ultimately, every message we deliver is filtering through our ego. Those with less ego, those that have curbed the ego, burned karma, learn to sit in a place of repose, non-judgment and sit in a place of no expectations here now in the moment are gonna give more of that pure stream of consciousness from a higher realm, from from the higher ups, um, or even closer to source. So, And that's why I think Jesus was such a powerful yogi, such a powerful guru, uh, master, whatever you wanna call him, um, because he was able to really, really put himself in that place of ego is gone, He's fully present with His Father. He is in the Father. The Father is in Him. I am in you. You are in me. He fully got it, activated on it, understood it, realized that miracles are not something that uh, happens just because they're just literal proofs of they're, they're three-dimensional things happening because you've already agreed to the spiritual truth. So, And then He taught us exactly how to do all of that. So, um, Anyway, so I've got to run. My wife's slamming doors so actually she's not that's just how our house echoes but um, I love you guys this has been a really really interesting study if you love my mindset and you want me to do more with you and teach you more of what I know and ultimately teach you how to develop your own system of spiritual practitionership around all of this whether you want to take it professionally take it to the world or just do it personally in your life and you know that you're a starseed, a light worker. you know you're here for some higher good and you're tired of sitting on the sidelines, check out Charisma Light Warrior Academy. It's literally one of the the most affordable spiritual academies I've found online. It's only 29 bucks a month, and it's five-star rated by everyone that's in it. We've got a ton of people in it now Um, adding more videos this weekend to it. There will be over 100 videos in it. Um, and there's going to be thousands. It's something I'm adding to all the time, but you can get in right now for 29 bucks. I cannot keep it at that price forever, especially with the economy. But as long as you get in and stay in, your price won't change no matter what I have to set the price at based on the economy and fees and all that stuff. So please consider that if you want to A, go deeper with me, B, support what I'm doing, and ultimately just invest in yourself spiritually and kind of Um, take yourself to that next level, really dig into your deconstruction, dig into um, your spiritual gifts. How do you start activating all of this stuff? Um, How can you communicate yourself better with all of these concepts? So um, if you like that, and you really vibe with what I'm doing here, you're going to love that. It's a great way just to go deeper on this um, in an affordable manner, that really lets you work at your own pace. This is not something I force you to go a million miles an hour. I encourage you to do one video a day or you know whatever you're agreed upon is, um, and you go through it at your own pace. There's activating challenges in there. There's uh, journaling, there's yoga, meditation, all kinds of different things from different traditions, different understandings to really help you invest in you mindset spirituality ascension that's what it's all about so i love you guys uh ryan says you're a great host man thank you ryan for being here uh universe says great host uh thank you very much my friend uh truth that travels thank you for being here uh diana thank you for being here kevin thank you for being here randy thank you for being here amy thanks for being here um da, da, da. Jennifer, thanks for being here. Jennifer says I'm loving charisma already. Awesome. Jennifer just got in. Thank you, my friend. Um, love you guys. By the way, Lincoln profile. Always go through my profile links. You can now tell my official profile on Facebook because it's got a blue verified check mark. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you, Facebook, for giving me that finally. Uh, that give you guys a little peace of mind knowing you can go through those links safely over there. Only if the comment or the um, the bio, all of that stuff has my little blue check mark. So go through that one. Um, don't fall for scammers. There's plenty of them out there. We've had them on TikTok. We've had them on Instagram like crazy. So you guys avoid the scammers. Go through my official links. Cubcooker.com will always get you to my official website. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Cubcooker.com will send you right over to the stand store where you can find the podcast, all my products everything you need over there. So peace out. Love you guys. Y'all have a beautiful day. Uh, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to go enjoy some nature. So I love you guys. I'll see you on the next one.